Good afternoon. You're listening to the Mother's Justice Show at 11.50 a.m. KKNW. I'm your host from Walden. I just love being on there. And I want to thank all our supporters. And before we jump into our show, I want to just tell everybody, Mother's Justice Show, Mother's Justice Breakfasts are this coming uh, Thursday, November 11th, 7 a.m. at the Royal Esquire Club uh, down on Rainier Avenue. And it's 5016 Rainier Avenue South. Uh, and uh, and, and t- for tickets, you can call 253-237-2013. Again, that's 253-237-2013. We're excited. Uh, it's, 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 it's our Thurgood Marshall uh, breakfast. Uh, and uh, uh, attorney Ed Galando is going to be our, uh, our attorney of the year. It was the first award we've given under um, under this uh, under, under Mother's Justice Breakfast. We retired the Paul Robeson uh, event back in 2014, and uh, then we started uh, uh, with the um, with we started then uh, later on with with the Mother's Justice Breakfast. So anyway, come out, come and have breakfast with us. Come and listen to uh, our keynote spe- speaker. Will be a retired uh, Judge uh, Judy Hightower. Hightower. Uh, so come out and uh, be um, inspired because we might need some inspiration after. We'll know by Wednesday what's going on. So but we'll never be defeated because we not we, we don't we don't wear that kind of jacket. So Mr. Rice should be on here really soon. We're going to be talking about voter suppression. Also, Ms. Francis uh, uh, Oliver down in uh, Florida uh, will come on about uh, voter su- uh, suppression. And I got an article from Jacksonville. Uh, uh, the uh, the city do the the lines the same way almost so that might be going back to the federal judge about voter suppression there in Jacksonville. Also some information about Atlanta and uh, and uh, Arizona. So anyway, we'll just uh, wait here for Mr. Rash, uh, and ho- hopefully he's coming on really soon. Also, uh, the other thing we want to talk about sometime uh, uh, just today and and almost every time is creating a culture of peace. Our children have not known any peace. They, if if you had a child born in 1990, well, we did. We gave birth to mothers against police harassment uh, and then changed the name to Mothers for Police Accountability. So we've seen this child grow up. Because <laughs> uh, as mothers, you know, what we do is say, we know we have babies or we uh, produce and um, we create. And that's, um, and so if uh, if this child was born in two thousand, I mean in I, I, in uh, nineteen ninety, that child would have grown up uh, uh, not knowing peace, and this violence in every community, uh, uh, almost every community, and then also it's violence in the schools, uh, and on the streets of America, it's one of the only countries in the world where people kill people just because they're bored, um, and uh, children deserve to have a peaceful day. They deserve not to have to be worried about somebody trying to kill them, and I think that uh, I think that that's I think it's a sad commentary on America. The Maasai tribe in Kenya, I uh, and I think it's also in Uganda. I uh, one of one of their greetings is when they meet someone, they say, "How are the children?" And you, the greeting is supposed to be that the children are well. And so if someone asks us, how are the children, not your individual child, 
but how are the children? Children means plural. So how are the children in America doing? Uh, and uh, they're not doing well. They're not well. A lot of them being indoctrinated with hate uh, and the other is indoctrinated with fear. And so fear and hate is a bad com com combination for children to grow up in. Uh, so, um, so we've been talking about that because it's our, it's our responsibility to create a culture of peace for the children. It really is. It is our responsibility to do that. And uh, also, I want to get people to know that on tomorrow at the city council uh, at 930, it's a public hearing. It's about the budget and Mothers for Police Accountability supports the shot spotter. A lot of people don't. A lot of the, uh, a lot of the liberals who don't live in our community, and they have some black people too. I mean, on and some of the immigrants have, who might not know our whole story got, got to America. They came for freedom and they came for safety. We have no need that. We've still been working on that. Uh, and some of them come and, you know, with, uh, the native, get in front of the Native Americans and, and, and us. I mean, and that's how, that's how the system is designed. The system is designed so Native Americans and the Negroes will not get a real uh, secure footing in America. Because every few years something happens and then we lose whatever wealth we have and something else happens. But everybody else can come. And we're not trying to have a fight with that. We're just saying, hey, it's our community. These are our children. We are the descendants of the enslaved human beings. We're the people who built America and we demand safety. Uh, they say, oh, you don't live in our community. And you know what they might do with their kids who are giving them trouble? They can send them to a dude ranch in Montana or they can send them someplace else and they come back and, you know, and even ones who might be involved with, you know, might have substance abuse they have resources they can send their kids to a lot of other places that we don't have. So, uh, and they can go hire some black people, but they might not live in Seattle. <laughs> you know, people go find black people. Uh, they found Herschel Walker. <laughs> so if they found Herschel Walker, they can find anybody. So, you know, we're not afraid on that. So one thing about it is that we know how to organize for the long haul, just like they do. I mean, we come, you know, Mr. Ryan, we came out of segregation. So we don't just pick up our marbles and go home. <laughs> we don't get tired because we didn't win. <laughs> we just keep going. So anyway, let's take a break here and we'll be right back. You're listening to the Mother's Justice Show on 1150 AM KKNW. Let's see if we can see what Mr. Ryan is doing. We will be right back. The Mother's Justice Show is brought to you by H.G. Walden and the Virtues Healing Circles. Join us for Wisdom and Wellness with Reverend Walden, a monthly virtual and in-person healing circle that focuses on community healing and growth. Learn more at virtueshealing.com. That's virtueshealing.com. Also, be sure to join our healing group on Facebook. Again, visit us at virtueshealing.com today. Hi, this is Dr. K. Mahina Intra, inviting you to tune in on Mondays on 1150 KKNW at 5 p.m. to Dr. K's Attuning to Your Abundance, where we honor everyday abundance through positive messages, poetry, music, affirmations, and writing exercises. For more information, contact Dr. K Workshops at gmail.com or Facebook, Dr. K's Abundance. Don't let that herd mentality lead you off a cliff. 
We support thinking for yourself on Alternative Talk 1150. Good afternoon. You're listening to the Mother's Jessica Show on 1150 AM KKNW. I'm your host, Reverend Walden. It's my joy to be on and Mama said it would be days like this. Eric is so good. He's my my studio manager, and uh, take care of me. When I don't send a list in, he just he's absolutely has a, a eagle eye for this. He just gets it right. So thank you, Mama said there would be days like this. We got a lot of days like this because we don't know what's coming. Make sure you get to votes and uh, get to ballots in, people. Washington State has one of the most secure system in the world, so don't let these people uh, uh, intimidate you. Remember that they intimidated black people all the time. They intimidated us so we couldn't register, not so we couldn't vote. <laughs> we didn't get to vote until until uh, 1965. So, <laughs> and then it was still intimidation going on. Major Evans lost his life. I'm trying to register people. Uh, then it was a couple in in my in, in Florida. Uh, you can read that book, The Devil in the Grove. They got their house got firebombed on on Christmas Eve. Uh, and that book also has some information about the uh, Sanford, Florida, where I'm from, because the black doctor, Dr. Starks, his name is in that book. So anyway, so everybody now gets to see what voter intimidation is. All before it was only for the Negroes, uh, you know, because you couldn't vote. Although we could have been, should have been able to vote, we was not able to vote. What is so important about the vote in America? What is it so important about the vote that people don't want you to vote? Well, because it gives you ownership. I mean, you have a right. I mean, this is so-called a democracy, a republic, or uh, one thing about this system that everybody has uh, one rep- two representatives and one uh, one senator on uh, on the state level, and also uh, on the national level. And so, um, and so, if you're voting, you have a right to that that senator. Those people have a right to be responsive to your needs. And so, we when you cut out of that then you don't have nobody else to go and talk to. I mean, but they're collecting your taxes. I mean, a good example of how they collected our taxes is they took the, the taxes that was there for the Department of HUD. HUD was was uh, was, uh, was providing housing for the poor. I mean, uh, LBJ started that, uh, public housing started that. Some of it started after World War II, but uh, how public housing and uh, what, what, um, what uh, Clinton did is that um, they got they brought in Hope Six, and all the uh, all of the public housing was suddenly going to be a uh, 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 market. It's going to be mixed a uh, mixed rate uh, uh, income, and but you had to have income to qualify. And so poor people that might not have had very much income found themselves without housing. And what they've done is that they've given the property that the taxpayers have paid for on America to developers. Here in Seattle, the same thing happened with New Holly, Arena Vista, uh, High Point uh, uh, in West Seattle. And, uh, and we fought that. We fought that because we knew that it would be, they were gonna come back with less housing. And so a lot of the African-Americans did not get housing there. A lot of the immigrants did. And so once again, a lot of things happened and we were, we were locked out of that. And so you'll find very few African-Americans living in Holly Park, New Holly, uh, Reina Vista, and uh, and then West Seattle High Point. Uh, and in my hometown, they, 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 they went in and they, they tore all this part, they tore all the housing down, Chicago, uh, and also in um, uh, Detroit. And the land is going to developers. And we wonder why we have a problem 
with poor people not having housing because there's no way for them to have housing. And so the burden right now is on all of the cities but before the federal government helped with that, that was our tax dollars that uh, did not come back to us. I, I, well, we paid for it and then uh, it got, again, it's always giving way, giving everything to the developers. And that's what Seattle is now. Seattle is a town where you have a lot of cornflake boxes, buildings that look like cornflake boxes with windows in them. Uh, nothing, no, it's no, it's no Frank Lloyd Wright's here. There's no fantastic buildings going up. It's going to look like something in 40 years that people would want to see. So um, anyway, that's just an example of how the little people or the so-called middle class people get robbed uh, and all of the money is at the top and it still did not trickle down. <laughs> and so if that trickled down, we wouldn't have so many people uh, out, out without having ho uh, homes right now. So, but anyway, that's a little piece of history. You know, I'm a history... You know, I'm, I'm a history scholar, you know, I mean, I'm a closet scholar. You don't have to have a PhD to be a scholar. You just be somebody who study all the time. And uh, all the people who know me know I like to study. I'm always studying something new. That's how life keeps interesting to, interesting to me. I just love to study. And so I pass it on to some of my grandkids. They, they got it. <laughs> I love that. Let me give you another announcement here about mothers. Put another plug for mothers. This is the Mother's Justice show, but also Mother's Justice. Mother's is having the Mother's Justice Paul Thurgood Marshall breakfast on November 10th, 7 a.m. I know it's an ungodly hour. Forgive me for that. Next time it'll be back to 7.30. Uh, and the, uh, the address is going to be at the Royal, uh, it's going to be at the Royal Esquire Club. And the address is 5016 Rainier Avenue South. Remember, 7 a.m. And the telephone number is 253. Uh, 237 2013. Again, it's 253 237 2013. And you can get tickets information for that. And it's also on our website, Mothers, SO Mothers, uh, for policeaccountability.org. You can find that information there. Uh, and uh, it's a lot of sadness in the community because Devon Pickett, a young man, a uh, uh, father, a husband, a business entrepreneur, young man, just 31 years old or 32, was uh, was murdered uh, in front of his wife. So it's a lot of trauma. He's so well liked. I mean, uh, his funeral, his, his memorial is going to be on the 10th, also at the Climate uh, Arena. I think that's the new name for it uh, at the South Center. I don't know what time that's going to be, but I know it's going to be a lot of people there. That's why it's there. And I know some of the maybe the official for, for public maybe the some of the elected officials might have helped with that. I, I don't know, uh, but um, there's a lot of fundraising going because they own the postman, and that's a place. Uh, uh, it's like a substation from for the post office, uh, and people can get their mail there, and they sell stamps and uh, packaging uh, now. And and so the business is closed. So the community needs to step up, and I think I heard the not I heard. Uh, not, I heard uh, uh, that uh, Molly Moon uh, is having a fundraiser. So it's gonna be money there that's going, uh, uh, we'll go to the, we'll go to the family to be able to support the family. And he has seven, he had uh, three little kids. His oldest was seven, is seven. And he was, and he had just got himself appointed as coach over that, uh, that age group for the CD Panthers. It's a lot of sadness. That's why we have to create a culture of peace. 
it's too much sadness. The children have a right to grow up without knowing sorrow this way. Now, my mother died when I was two years old. She was sick and she died. I don't remember her. So you're not going to escape sorrow. You're not going to escape the fact that your grandparents might pass away. Or even one of your classmates might have leukemia and pass away. And that, that's, that, 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 that's also a sorrow. But to have people gunned down, is a different, it's a different, it hits the body. It hits you different in, in, in the sorrow category. And to see all these mothers crying, we can do better than this. We didn't come out of slavery this way. And if anybody tell you that this has been going on ever since after slavery, they're a liar. I mean, because coming out of slavery in North Carolina, South Carolina, you had armed militias, black militia. They were armed to be able to protect their family. When Andrew Jackson uh, took over uh, and he got rid of everything, I got rid of the 10 years of reconstruction. Uh, then I, I took up those arms. And that's when, that's when the beginning of a uh, uh, continuation, that's, that's when the Ku Klux Klan was born. The Ku Klux Klan was born after they've taken up all the arms from the black people there uh, right after slavery, right after, uh, after Reconstruction uh, in, ended. So, uh, so we have not always been uh, this way. We have not always had violence in our community. I was raised in the community. Ms. Francis will be on later on. She can absolutely contend that we did not grow up in violence. We was not worried about somebody coming into um, to the schools. But I did hear from her that the superintendent of the Sunday school, Atlanta Chapel AME, where I went to Sunday school at with Ms. Francis, that the superintendent did have a gun. And I didn't know that. He was ready. He was loaded. He was ready. And the gun was loaded in case anybody came into church to try to harm the children. And we do know about the churches. I mean, with the Birmingham from uh, uh, Birmingham, uh, Alabama, the, the church, uh, these uh, 12th Street, uh, uh, I think 16th Street uh, Baptist Church there. And then we saw in recent times, uh, uh, the uh, Mother Emanuel Church there in Charleston, South, South Carolina. So we've lived with this before, but uh, this is not who we are. And we have to always establish the fact that yeah, when you put in black men, thugs come up, that's not true. The thugs are running, the thugs are, are the people who are trying to uh, take away from, every, from everybody else right now. That's who the thugs are. The thugs are the people with actually some of the fans, some of the people that, um, that actually are billionaires right now. Not all of them, but there's some of them trying to take the freedoms of other people and to make sure that we don't have a so-called democracy because they're helping that side that want to make sure that we're all restricted. And the people who wrap themselves up in the Bible and say that they're Christians, uh, they're not even living in the tenets of uh, the tenets of Christianity, but um, and they're looking to be raptured out. Now, can you tell me what God is going to come and rapture out people who took their babies from people from from the mothers at the border? I mean, and then and and, uh, and took all the land from Native Americans, uh, and eighteen million people were killed and enslaved the whole group of people, uh, and moved them from their continent from their home, and then they're looking to be raptured. I don't think so. I said, they're gonna just leave the world just like my oldest boy. He laid down and died, you know, he took his last breath and now his mother was there. So there's some real misunderstanding about the gospel uh, and people are wrapping up so called Christian nationalists. Well, I mean, God was not a nationalist. <laughs> created too many people, created too many different kinds of people. I mean, it's a rose garden. I mean, it's, a, it's going to, it's daffodils and all the different colors. I mean, the creating is a, a wise, 
infinite ability to do to create something that was uh, so vast that uh, that is hard for man to understand the vastness of it uh, and to realize that uh, it's infinite. You can't put it in a bottle. You can't just peddle it like that. Our love is really the only thing that lasts and it lasts forever. All this hatred that's going around right now, no, it does not have a lasting, it, it have a shelf life. It have an ending, it have an ending because what lasts is love. That's why Christianity has lasted so long until it got hijacked. It lasted so long in the first three centuries because people were healers. They were healing people. It was a healing religion. And then it got co-opted by the Catholic Church. <laughs> it got co-opted by Rome <laughs> uh, because they moved that mighty religion from the African continent. It was no Mideast then. Some people talk about the Mideast. It was not there. It was no Suez Canal. It was all African. It was Northeast Africa or whatever, but it was Africa. It was nothing else but the Africans. Uh, the Africans was involved with that. So again, Mother's Justice Show. Uh, this is Mother's Justice Show, but Mother's Justice Breakfast. You know, everybody loves breakfast, right? You know, breakfast was created over 100, uh, over 100 years ago because before that, people wasn't eating breakfast. The farmers and people got together and said we needed to have breakfast. And uh, they needed to sell their products. So what? We're still having breakfast. So come out and have breakfast with us and come out to the Royal Esquire Club on 5016 Rainier Avenue South, 7 a.m. And forgive me, next time it'll be back to 7.30. Uh, and the telephone number for tickets is 253-237-2013. Well, join me tomorrow morning at the, at the city council. Uh, be there to sign up. It's a public hearing. It's about the budget. Uh, and a, the, the mayor has a, a little something in the budget. Uh, it is going to be part of all uh, overall safety plan, but it's called the shot spotter. That's going to let the police know where the shots are coming from immediately. Uh, and uh, there's people out against it because people don't care about public safety for Black people. And they've got some other Black people who don't. I mean, it's like, okay, as long as they care about when the police harm us. That's rightfully so. But 40, almost 50 people have been killed this year. Police didn't kill those. People, police didn't kill 50 people. You know? I mean, 50 people have been killed some, so far in King County. I mean, I can see out of proper, but I don't know how many it is in King County. Are we all right with that? Can we stand up to these people who tell us what, tell us, tell us what, they, the, what, what we need? They don't know what we need. They don't, know, they don't even know our story, and they don't care. I mean, really and truly. Look what they did to the city. I mean, look what some of the same council members did when they I talked all this talk about defunding the police department, pulled it apart because they didn't understand how it worked. There was nobody on there. Now, Lisa Herbert was on there longer than anybody else because she was with Nick Nakata. She should have known how things work together. Okay, pull things apart. So you got all of this and all of that out there. I mean, the 911 call, and call center was at the police department for a reason. Okay, and uh, by the uh, traffic, uh, 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 they start to be able to traffic, uh, 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 well, they, they're not cops, but the traffic directors and the people who go out and direct the traffic and write tickets and all of that, they would SPD for a reason because they would know of a stolen car. I mean, but see, when you move things apart, then you have to get all these memorandums of understanding. They get all this other confusion. I mean, so these are the people who messed up the city. 
And now they don't want us to do anything for our own community. Yeah, amazing. I mean, because some of the city council people are actually out there organizing. They organize in the community in a different way to come against the shot spotting. Ain't that amazing? I mean, Teresa McCain's Mosqueda. She's citywide. She's never brought anything to the black community. Never brought anything to the black community. But she talks about the unions. Well, she didn't create not one union job. Okay. <laughs> didn't bring us anything. And now they're going to tell us what they don't think that we need. Isn't that just amazing? But we have to have stand up. So the city council hearing is tomorrow on the, on the budget. And that's one of the items in the budget. Uh, you need to come in person or you could be on the Zoom. I mean, you could be on, on the phone. I'm going in person. I'm going to be there early to sign up. And I know Sawant and all that people are going to be there. And they come in with the talking points, okay? They have a talking point system. And they're going to come in and everybody's going to say the same thing. They just like the Trumpers. No difference. All the Trumpers people say the same thing. The election was stolen and it was rigged and all of that. So these people are going to come in and they're going to say the same thing, but they've never sat with a mother. They've never been with a mother who's been grieving. And her grief is so hard that she cannot be consoled. They've never done that. When you sat with a mother, a grieving mother, who might not, who, who, who next time she'll see her child is at the funeral, was not made, probably wasn't with her, a lot of people was not with this loved one when they passed away. Some of them died in route to the hospital. So that meant they went straight to the morgue. And so they never will see. I mean, so so that much of sadness, they're going to tell us about what we need. They ought to just stand down. We don't need their help. I mean, we we the people who helped build America. And everything we got coming out of slavery, nobody gave us that. So we act like we're not qualified to know what we need in our community. They need to stop it. Well, we're going to take a break right now because we should have another guest coming on. I don't know what Mr. Rye, I think he must have died, had something else to come up because he had some, he was going to be talking about uh, a voter suppression. So uh, anyway, we will have to take a break, come right back. This is Reverend Walden, 1150 AM KKNW, Mother's Justice Show. We'll be right back. The Mother's Justice Show is brought to you by H.G. Walden and the Virtues Healing Circles. Join us for Wisdom and Wellness with Reverend Walden, a monthly virtual and in-person healing circle that focuses on community healing and growth. Learn more at VirtuesHealing.com. That's VirtuesHealing.com. Also, be sure to join our healing group on Facebook. Again, visit us at VirtuesHealing.com today. Good afternoon. You're listening to the Mother's Justice Show on 1150 AM. KKNW, I'm your host, Reverend Walden. It's my joy to be on air. Thank you, Eric, for that song. I am a proud grandmother. Uh, and I, I, I love that song. Uh, thank you so much for that. I know want to bring on another grandmother. Might even be a great grandmother. So I'll let her tell me that. Correct me if she can. I'm going to bring on Miss Frances Oliver down in Stanford, Florida, because, you know, she's a she's a regular on the show. We grew up together in Sanford, Florida, uh, in Goldsboro. We like to call it Goldsboro. How you doing, Miss? Uh, how you doing, Francis? Oh, Harriet, I'm feeling okay. I'm feeling fine. It's just a dreary day. We expecting another, another storm, and they already saying that by the time it hit the Florida coast, it would be a Category One hurricane. Oh, and I it's think so big, hey, it's gonna cover the whole state. 
that's the sinners. He's trying to send a hurricane so people won't go vote. Listen, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you one thing, here in Seminole County, early voting was one of the highest early votings we've had. And basically, uh, uh, people, of color, people of color go vote early. Oh, yeah. I hope some black folks was in that people of color. <laughs> I mean, because yes. that, that, that's, that, that's a word that we, usually means something for everybody else but us. So... <laughs> Yes. Yeah. The early voting turnout was good. We had souls to the polls yesterday. I heard oh, it was good. Okay. And uh, so, so we don't know. Tuesday, the storm supposed to, the storm supposed to really hit around Wednesday, but the rain has already started. We are raining right now. Yeah, because when I called you, when we talked earlier, and I said, well, Francis, I said, isn't the hurricane season over? Because I thought when we used to grow up, it was from uh, May 1st to November first but you and you informed me is till, till november to the end of november yeah till about the end of november uh-huh okay 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 because i thought the waters uh -huh. was getting but too we cold, haven't so. had a storm this late in a long time that's right okay okay yeah, uh -huh. yes, yes. we haven't had a november storm in a long time well no that's the sentence <laughs> Hey, uh -huh. hey, you know, uh -huh. I'm just teasing because we know we know that he's not the creator. <laughs> he might be the creator uh -huh. of mistress, but mistress and all of that other stuff. We can't give him that. We can't give him that much power. So, yeah, no, I was calling because no. I wanted to talk a little about uh, uh, well, I'm build me a house down there because Francis is going to get me some property. I'm just teasing. But um, <laughs> uh, you would, we were going to talk a little bit about voter suppression, but look like Seminole, look like Seminole County folks are showing up. We said the early, early yes, voting was up. Yes, they're showing up, but I hope it's enough of them showing up to make a difference. And I'm right. hoping that the polling, the polling is a little bit off. I think the polling is a little bit off. Harry, you, do you remember when Obama first time running for president and yeah. they had him so far behind Hillary Clinton? Right, and uh, right. and she was gonna win. She, she had the polls had her so far out there, and the night the votes came in, she Obama Obama beat her by a landslide. Right, right. And I'm hoping that's what's happening this time. I'm hoping that uh, Ron DeSantis is not as close as they say he is, and I'm hoping that uh, Mark Rubio, Senator, is not as close as he is. I'm hoping Val Demons is uh closer to rubio than they say she is right now well, they got her trailing him by two figures well one thing i know that these people do because it's all propaganda and they always the, the one with the loudest propaganda is the one who wants to discourage you so you can stay home and so when they yes. give the polls when they give you the the, the polling it's to discourage the, the democrats or the people who might be voting that way because let them know where well, your people you, you it's no chance you, you might as well stay home See, it's all the game, and you, Francis. You, and, and Harry, do you know they actually buy that stuff? Uh, one, yeah, they one do. One of the ladies go to my church, she and her husband, last week tell me, they told me, well, I might as well not go vote for the Sanders, uh, for Charlie Chris, because the Sanders don't want anyway. I said, what do you mean, the Sanders? Well, the polls said the Sanders is way yeah, out ahead of yeah. Chris and not a chance for Chris to win. I said, don't you believe that junk? You get your butt to the no, polls. No, no. But, but you know, and that's the education piece, because no matter how this comes out, we got to do a better job of educating black people. I mean, we oh, got to do a better job on why it's important for them to vote, number one. Uh, uh, and and the, the legacy of voting, I mean, because uh, 
I mean, I was just trying to remember the name of the family uh, that got killed on that. Uh, got killed, the, the house got uh, blown up uh, on Christmas Eve there in Florida, trying to register oh, people to vote. Oh, Harry T. Moore, Harry T. Moore. That's right, that's right. And uh, because it's in it's in the book about the devil in the grove. Uh, and we read and, that. Yeah, uh, devil in the grove. Uh, yeah, uh huh. The devil in the grove. Uh, and it, and uh, you know, his, he died, and then, it, then his wife uh, lived a little longer, I believe, and then she died also. Um, yeah, she died three days later. That's right. And they came to Seminole mm -hmm. County in the book. They talk about Doctor Stark. And yes, Doctor Stark. Well, what it what it was, you know, Mims is about thirty miles from Sanford, and Mims right. is in uh, in the county that Mims in. That's where he lived in Nims. They didn't have a black doctor, and none of the white doctors in the white hospital wouldn't treat him. So they That's had to right. bring him all the way to Sanford and Sanford. his wife all the way to Sanford. And Dr. Right. Stocks treated him down in the Sanford hospital. Right. But he needed blood. There was no blood, something something like that. But you know the story more than me because you're the historian. I just reread the book and I booked uh -huh. Yeah. But again, yeah, he died he in the hospital, people his, to vote, his wife did live three days after he died. But see, this was just to register people to vote. So the intimidation is now that Caucasians and other people are getting at seeing at the polls. This is an intimidation that our people have lived with since the 30s. You know, well, trying what about to find the Coy massacre right there in Orange County on the other side of Orlando. Uh, the the main they celebrated their history yesterday, and because a black man voted, they hung him right there in Okoy, and they ran and killed everybody in Okoy and ran all the black people out of Okoy. What's Okoy? What part of the Okoy massacre? Look it up. Okay, I mean, but what part of uh, Orange County was that in? And was it just said Orange County, Orlando? Yes, on the other side of Orlando. On the other side of Orlando. Okay, so it's, yes, on, it's, it's not in on the Orange Winter County, Park, but so. it's on the other side. It's not in the city limits of of, of Orange of Orlando. It's on the outskirts of Orlando. Outside. Mm -hmm. In yeah, unincorporated so, so, Orlando. So look at look at all the people who died just to trying to register, and this man died because he voted, and then they killed everybody. So what is it yep. about the precious thing of the vote that they the, that these Southerners and other uh, white people don't want black people to vote and other people to vote? What is that? Right. What is that mystique around voting because, that they don't want because, anybody but white people to vote? Because voting takes away their control. Okay. And as long as that, see, that's Trump's problem. That's why he's buying up in West Florida and some of the other places, like in Georgia, he has bought all the supervisor of elections so that they could turn the the vote the voting in in his way and his his followers' way, his people, like um like what they do with Herschel Walker, you know, and and people like this, they're getting people that's not even qualified, don't know nothing about politics. Are they getting people that hit ball, run balls, you know, so that when he gets ready to run for president, he'll already know that those supervisory elections are going to turn, uh, switch those votes in his favor. Well, but also, but also people don't understand that they want to, they want a theocracy. They don't want a democracy. They want, they want Trump for life like Putin and like the guy uh, in the, uh, Turkey, uh, and also uh, and uh, you know China. I mean that that's, that's what they're right. voting for. They're voting right. for a theocracy to follow a man and destroy the constitution. That's right. The bunch of fascists. Well, yeah, but all this. So this is fascism, uh, uh, and a lot of the, and most of these the national corporation 
they a lot of these corporations where these people spend their money at, they support Trump. They support that they put money in the GOP. Yes, they supporting Trump because they want the control that Trump can give them. They, That's right. They don't want to pay right. Matt. They don't want to pay. Uh, they want to pay minimum wages and below wages. They want to send and no, out and no insurance. That's right. And, and send all the no black men to prison under the Thirteenth Amendments where they can work them as slaves. Right. That's why they're not, you know, and, and, and so we have to teach uh, black people that, that uh, every, uh, since integration, every penny that we spend almost wind up in the hands of people who don't like us. That's and right. they use that That's money exactly to right. organize against us, see? That's right. And, and, That's and right. organize with people like Donald Trump. That's right. That's right. Because they've been mm -hmm. waiting on him. I mean, they took him 40 years. But you know, you know, you know, Francis. What what we used to do, and you, you're better. You're a historian. I, I'm a, you know, I, I just studied history, but you're a historian. You know, up until affirmative action, black people was organizing all the time, and after affirmative action, and black people got some good jobs, they stopped organizing, and then that's when that's when that's when the uh, that's when the evangelicals started, because uh, the GOP went to them and said and, and gave them hot button issues to organize on, um. And, uh, and 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 the hot button issues uh, uh, was really uh, about abortion, uh, gay people, and things that did not put bread and butter on the table. And so they've exactly. been organizing all the time. We stop organizing. Exactly. And see, now see, they have to right. the Supreme Court where they can get rid of uh, affirmative action. Oh yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. The, 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 that but you know, affirmative action came from Nixon. I mean, and yeah. uh, and uh, and, and Art Fletcher, Nixon put to the teeth. Uh, uh, but what we didn't no know, but what we didn't know, they they did the affirmative action, telling us it was gonna work in our favor, but it worked. Oh in my, our they favor. put the white woman on. They put the that's white woman right. on after 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 they put the teeth in it, because uh, right. Art Fletcher was from the state of Washington. He was appointed by uh, by Nixon, and they put the uh -huh. teeth in it to make it. Uh, and that's when the white woman uh, was added. See, to make sure that we never got the full effect of it. That's right. And the you black know, and man, that, what they did with him, they put him in a corporate office, gave him a corporate uh, office upstairs, gave him a white woman. And see, affirmative action was supposed to have been, we put you up there, you reached down and pull another one up. He reached down and pulled two more up until we are equal, you know, as far as the, as far as the economy is concerned. But no, when they put that black man up there and gave him a white woman as a wife, he closed the door. And right. he didn't bring right. out one, another black man up there with him. Clarence Thomas is a good example of it. They had made it. They got that white woman. They got their job. They got, so they're not thinking about you as another black person because number no, one, they don't no, consider no, themselves no, no. black anymore. And, and that's when we stop organizing. You know, that's I mean, right. so we got a lot to teach. We got a lot. See, they took a page out of us. These people was not organizing unless they were union people trying to organize for better wages. And it wasn't hardly no unions in the South. But they were not organizing. They, they, they took a page from us. Because we've been organizing ever since the nineteen, ever since the late eighteen hundreds, we've been organizing. You know, we organized and had slave revolts. Harriet Tubman was one of the best organizing organizers you have ever met. What's her name? The bus lady. What her name? Rosa Parks. Rosa Parks. Out of Wells. You see what I'm saying? Out of Wells. Rosa Parks. Frederick Douglass. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, I know that they I were just not got used by the white man like Booker T. Washington and some of the rest of them were used by the white man to keep. Well, the no, 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 you know, but Booker man. T. really had it right. Booker T. You know the talent. Booker T. said you need to be able to do things with your hand. I was on the campus. My granddaughter's on that campus. It's still a private <laughs> campus. It's up. You know, I mean, on that campus, Booker T. is alive, man. I've never seen so many smart kids on that campus. It's like wow. I was there in May. My granddaughter's uh -huh. in the veterinarian program there, and uh, so. So, I mean, he had it right. I mean, by, by doing something with your hand, people who know how to do something with their hands still had a job during COVID. If you were a plumber or whatever, you know, I mean, they, yeah. those people had a job, you know? Mm -hmm. So, but I want to just tell yeah. something about, we got about two more minutes to three more minutes. I know that in Jacksonville, uh, the, the, the federal court said that Jerry rigging what they tried to do to draw the lines was not correct and send it back to Jacksonville. And so last Friday, they, they did the same thing. They didn't make no changes. Probably any changes. Nope. So I guess that's going to go back to uh, up again to to the federal judge. And I mean, all, all this all this jury rigging and, and the voter suppression is really still going on, and it's still going on in Georgia. My granddaughter sent yes. me something that she wrote about what's happening yes, in is. Atlanta. Yeah, so yes, it is. Um, got who ever heard of a governor also being the the uh, secretary of state? Yeah, well. But uh, you, you know, I heard something the other day about the Christian uh, about uh, about Falwell and all these people in the in the Southern strategy. This has been going on for a while. That's why I call it psychological and, and, warfare. And, and let me tell you, Trump, men, these high powerful religious men. Trump had something on all of them, and that's why. Yes, he did. Falwell, and you know, it was something on Falwell, something on Falwell's son, uh, him and his wife, was something, and it's verified. They got the pictures. I mean, some people got the receipts on this, and so uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, but just like just like the Russians got something on him, but uh, so I'm glad that people had early voting, and I pray that the winds. Like, you know, my grandmother used to say, oh, "Hold the wind, Lord, hold the wind." So I'd be praying so for y'all. So next Monday, maybe I can come on your show and tell you how happy we are, how sad we are. <laughs> okay, well that's the deal. All right, uh, uh, Francis, uh, just always uh, caring for you in my hometown. I mean, you know, I, I was raised by good people. Uh, you and y'all keep we us had, in we... prayer. Y'all keep us in prayer because the St. John okay. River has not gone. The water is still all the way, almost up to First Street, and we about to get anywhere from three. Okay, to six so that was from the last rain. hurricane. Okay, all righty. Well, we'll be praying, Francis. Thank you so much for coming on. And uh -huh. uh, hey, this uh, we'll say hold the wind and the water. Take care. Okay. We're gonna take. Thank we're you. We're gonna take a break right now. You listen to the Mothers Justice Show at eleven fifty a.m. KKNW. I'm your host, Reverend Walden. The Mother's Justice Show is brought to you by H.G. Walden and the Virtues Healing Circles. Join us for Wisdom and Wellness with Reverend Walden, a monthly virtual and in-person healing circle that focuses on community healing and growth. Learn more at VirtuesHealing.com. That's VirtuesHealing.com. Also, be sure to join our healing group on Facebook. Again, visit us at VirtuesHealing.com healing.com today alternative talk 1150 the talk of the sound good afternoon you're listening to the mother's justice show on 1150 a.m kknw i'm your host from walden and this is my joy to be on there i'm going to bring mr ryan on and uh we're going to end with announcements about mother's justice show and what's going on in atlanta how you doing mr ryan well i'm doing better than i was doing earlier this afternoon but i do want to say that everybody need to vote uh, and then I heard uh, that your last guest, uh, I don't know if she was, I know Clarence Thomas is married to a white woman, but Art Fletcher was married to a sister named, named Bernice. No, she was, uh, she wasn't talking about Art, Art Fletcher. Oh, okay, I just wanted to make sure that was. No, no, no anyway, she was talking uh, about what had happened after that. 
because yeah. I was saying that we have to educate our people again, and you know, you know that that's what this is about is education, and that yeah. Well, yeah, you know, yeah. One, one of the things we're working on is the economic justice thing. And last Thursday, at uh, the Washington chapter of the National Association of Minority Contractors, we had the first ever Undersecretary of Commerce for the Minority Business Development Administration, and the issues we're talking about, you know, having everybody lumped into one pool. He says his mission is specifically to help develop minority businesses. They have an office in uh, Tacoma, and a friend, Frank Boykin, is the director of the office in Tacoma. Uh, I do want to say that uh, I've been hearing a lot about uh, this red wave, and uh, I just can't imagine all the women that were so upset about not having control of their body flipping on this. I mean, you know, you just never know what's going to happen. Yeah, but, uh, but but they'd be lying. See, well, Francis and I was talking about that. The posters actually are, are in somebody else's pocket. And when they tell you about the, who the other people lead, are leading, that's to make sure that you don't go vote. Because Francis exactly. said that somebody at her church yesterday said, well, it don't make sense to go vote because uh, DeSantis is going to go. That's what they're going to win. That's what the poll said. And Francis said, no, you need to vote. And see, that's what this is about. See, they, they might be so surprised uh, 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 at the uh, on Wednesday morning, see. I, you know, I kind of think so, because I think, you know, when you really look at, uh, uh, as a matter of fact, the Republicans haven't offered any solutions. They've been highlighting No, they problems. never have. They do, they do, high, they do high, hot button issues is all. They don't do anything about bread and butter. Exactly. And they don't have any plans. That's the other no. thing. There are absolutely no plans. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and Trump said he's going to run again. So, you know, uh, you guys are really right. Uh, this country is headed for fascism. I mean, that's well, it exactly is, the it, direction it, it we're is, going it is, in. It is, it is. But, you know, Hitler also patented what he was doing after America, uh, segregation. I mean, uh, you know, because you got to have an enemy. And also South Africa got a part idea from segregation of America. So some of this stuff that we see in the world came from us, came from America. And how they treated the Negro. How did they treat the Negro, not people of color, the Negro? See. Well, I mean, that's when you look look at the history, history of this country, that's who was kicking all the doors in. And then... We got punished for creating the minority business programs. The black folks that kicked the door into the ones that get punished. As a matter of fact, uh, the National Association of Minority Contractors was founded in Oakland, and the brother, one of the founders, had an office on 21st in Union with uh, Willie Allen. It was called the JDA Consultant Group, and he's passed away. But they formed the National Association of Minority Contractors in Oakland a year after the Black Panthers, and they worked closely with Seattle like the Panthers did. And then Ron Dellums, when he got elected, he took it national, so it became a national organization. And locally here, the last year or so, the thing was going, kind of drifting away because other people were involved. They had a president who was from Portland, Oregon. I couldn't understand that. We have qualified people, but now we have Barb Armstead. The three co-founders went back. It's a historical black organization, and I know the people that started. I'm not going to let it flounder. So uh, we made some inroads in the Washington, D.C., and like you and your guests are right, you are especially right, we have to keep organizing. We can't stop organizing, and we can't stop demanding our fair share. So, uh, but, but what we were talking about that black people stop organizing when they got good jobs. We've been organizing before the end of slavery for freedom, and then we stopped organizing. And the and the GOP went and got the evangelicals with hot button issues about abortion and gay issues, and the, and schools. Uh, and they've been organizing now for four, almost 40 years. And we have not organized successfully, continuously for 40 years. They have. That's why they're at this point right now. 
And if we have to have understand any, that everything, every decade, you don't stop. You just hand it off to other people who's willing to stay in it. Because nothing is permanent in this society. Because the Supreme Court is nothing permanent. You can get it changed, okay? And that's what yeah, they're yeah, showing you. about it. And I certainly yeah, hope so, that the Democrats take the kind of control they need. They expand the Supreme Court to, to 12 members. And Clarence Thomas should be ashamed. And so everything he got was through a permanent fashion. His he does, you know what? He doesn't, he doesn't care. EOC. No, and he, he was, doesn't he care. Was having his hearing, he was having his confirmation hearing now with Anita, about what he did to Anita Hill. He never. No, he wouldn't make it. No, he wouldn't make it. But he's he's complicit, uh, uh, and uh, the Supreme Court has been corrupt before. We need to be students of history. The Burger Court. I mean, you know, and after they brought on a, a, a Thurgood Marshall, they had a shift with the Burger Court. But it's been corrupt before because it kept the Negroes down and out. So, um, Mr. Ryan, I'm going to have to leave in a minute, but I want to just announce and invite everybody to the Mother's Justice Breakfast, uh, November 10th uh, at the 7 a.m. Please, uh, that's Thursday morning uh, at uh, the Royal Esquire Club. It's 5016 Rayner Avenue South. For tickets information, please call 253-237-2013. Our awardee uh, is the uh, uh, is a uh, a. Philip Randolph Institute uh, Volunteer of the Year, and our and our Attorney of the Year is uh, Ed Galando. He's the, he's a marvelous attorney. Our speaker is a retired judge, Judah Howtower. Come out and support us. Come out and support this annual event. You know, we we just mothers mothers who don't know how to go home. We just keep doing the work, just like Mr. Rye. You got to have somebody who stands. Got to be in the win. Huh? Where can people send donations to mothers? Oh, God, they could go to our website. Uh, our website is mothers, uh, uh, SOMothers for police accountability.org. And that's a place uh, they have a donation button on our, on our, uh, on our website. Okay, Reverend Harry, keep up the good work. All right, you listen to the Mother's Justice Show on 1150 AM KKNW. I'm your host. We'll be back next week. I vote, vote, vote. Vote like your life depended on it because it does. That's correct. But vote, vote, vote. Thank you so much. Have a good week. Stay dry.